Diary entry number 25. Hey everyone. Um, so I'm really excited about this particular podcast episode because uh, we are now on season three and season three started with my last podcast episode. Um, the one that uh, the title is, let me think, uh, why we are homeschooling our daughter again. <laughs> Very difficult to remember. Um, yeah, so I want this next season to be uh, primarily about homeschooling and just our lifestyle in general and how we as a family live for God. And homeschooling is a big part of that. Um, and it has been a big part of that in the past and will be again uh, this year. Last year, my daughter went to a local charter school. It was a new charter school. Um, it was a good experience for her overall. Met some good friends, had good teachers, um, but it was just very um, stressful for her. Um, Ava has, um, ADHD and I just don't love having to give her her medicine, but in that kind of situation, it's like she either has to take her medicine or she has to live in the principal's office, which is what she did whenever she was like in first through second grade. Um, <laughs> now once she actually got diagnosed and, and she took her medication in second grade, it was all good. I stopped getting a call from the principal literally every day, which was great. But at the same time, it's like, you know, these medications do things to your body. They do things to your brain um for her in particular they can cause her headaches and she can lose a lot of weight on them and i just don't love that um one second coffee sip mm. again i have this pause button that i never use but that's fine um anyway so today i kind of wanted to put the focus on how we homeschool eighth grade or how we're going to homeschool eighth grade um i am very much an eclectic homeschooler I, um, I, I just marched to the beat of my own drum, which I'm sure is incredibly surprising for everyone listening. So I don't stick to like one particular curriculum or one particular type of philosophy when it comes to homeschooling. And there's tons of philosophies. There's, you know, unschooling, there's Delight Directed, there's Charlotte Mason. I mean, it's, it's like, it, there's a ton. Um, and I love researching them and learning about them. Oh, there's game schooling where you just school with a bunch of games like playing games like Scrabble and like math games and all kinds of stuff and I love learning about each and every one of them and there are aspects that I like and that I pick out but like I feel like I'm the curator of my daughter's education and I curate her education based on you know things that she likes and how she learns um, things that I think that we need to make sure we cover um, and not in a typical school way, you know, we'll do it our own way, but I still think it's great to be able to look and see what, you know, people in her grade, what students in her grade and eighth grade in our state are learning and just have that as a guide. Um, a lot of people don't agree with that. A lot of people like the whole let's unschool completely and just let, you know, the kid navigate, you know, how they want to learn. Um, and I'm not necessarily against that. I just think that I, I think there's some things that need to be taught when kids are younger in order to later on be able to develop as adults. And um, even though there are tons of bright kids that could easily pick out, you know, whatever it is that they want to learn, they do a great job with it. Um, that's not particularly my daughter. Like, I mean, she might be able to pick out some stuff, but again, with ADHD, it, it's kind of hard for her to focus and concentrate and stick to a schedule. And the thing is, is she just does so well with schedules. And she, I mean, she really does like with, you know, um, 
with direction, some guidance and schedule, like all that stuff like speaks to her heart. And it's, it's because it's like not what she naturally is able to do on her own. So when someone can get in there and give her those tools, like she just shines, man. And so that's kind of what we're focusing on this year. Um, so I'm going to go through like, you know, the different curriculum I'm using, which I'll link in our, in my show notes. Um, and then I'm also going to talk about our schedule because I actually scheduled out our first week of homeschooling already, which is going to help with every other week, you know, kind of give me an idea. I look through the books I got. I've um, ordered some, some have come in, some I'm waiting on. Um, and I'm just kind of excited to, um, to kind of dig in and kind of talk about this. Um, before we go in, there's a couple things though, that I also wanted to, um, mention. Um, so, you know, first of all, you know, homeschooling is something that I don't think everything, everybody needs to do or is called to do. Um, I think this is just something that God in particular has put in my heart and he, he originally did it whenever I was working and I was getting to the tail end of working. Like I was working, um, well, you can hear that story or see that story on my blog, but it's pretty much my testimony of how we were in debt and not Christians. And it was, craziness. And I ended up going back to work and it was definitely God moving in my life. But it came to a point where I know that knew that that time was coming to an end. And I remember following my old boss on Instagram and, and she was a lot like me, like worked all the time, um, love working, started her own business, you know, last person on earth, you'd everything that would quit that in homeschool, but she did. And I saw like all her photos on Instagram and her kids were out in the woods learning. And like, here I am like stuck in my sweaty office with like, you know, barely an air conditioning, you know, like it was stale air everywhere and the same music playing over and over and over. Anyway, so it just looked like heaven. Like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do it with Ava, especially when, you know, I lived a long lifetime of getting calls from the principal's office every day. And so it was just nice seeing that and thinking, wow, you know, that could be an actual option. But I knew nothing about homeschooling. I was private schooled my whole life. Matt was post schooled. Like we, we just, that wasn't even a thing. It wasn't that we had negative opinions towards it. It just wasn't a thing for us. And so seeing that, it kind of opened my eyes and I just kind of felt God saying, yeah, we need to do this. This would be the best for her. And so that's how I um, ended up coming home to homeschool. Um, so I don't think um, that's necessarily something that we all should do, but I will say that I talked to a lot of women of faith, you know, a lot of my Christian women friends. And every time I mention like homeschool, I always get that. Oh, I can never do that. Oh, I will never do that. I'm like, and, and it's kind of weird to me because I'm not one to say, oh, I would never, or I could never, because I know what God can do. <laughs> and if God tells you to do something, you better do it. Like, you better not be like, no, I can't do that. Like, no, if you need to do this and God is asking you to do it, then you're going to do it. And like, he's going to equip you to do it. Right. Like, he's not just going to leave you there and be like, good luck with that. Like, he will. And, I, and again, I don't think he is necessarily calling any of those particular people or, or, or you know, people in, in general to necessarily homeschool. But if he does, I think that's when we need to open our hearts and minds to that and, and to really anything he asks us to do. And so I just <laughs> to make that point because it's like, you know, don't ever think to yourself, oh, I could never do that. And then just shut it off because, you know, I just... I, I've learned over this lifespan that, you know, whenever you say I could never, I won't, or I will not, things typically happen in your life that you might not want. So 
<laughs> God usually goes, oh no, wait a second. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna walk this one out together. So just be aware and mindful of that and know that like he is God and he will figure it out for you. I am in no way equipped to do this. Like I, I and I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I have my college degree. I have a degree in creative writing. I've written a couple of books. Like I've, sure, but that's a very specific type of intelligence. <laughs> and I can, I have, friends and family who can attest that I ain't the smartest, like, what is it? Brightest bulb in the box. And I say, I don't even know what that is. I, I, I have plenty, plenty of flaws and I, I am, you know, educated in a certain, um, you know, subject, if you want to call it that or whatever realm of whatever, but I'm, uh, I don't know all the things. And that's the thing. Like most adults don't, no matter what school you went to, you don't know all the things. So even if you went to public school and you got to find education from that particular establishment you went to, you still don't know everything. And so coffee. Um, so I would say like, don't sweat it. Like, don't feel like you have to know all the things and you have to teach this that, and the other, because there's so many opportunities to outsource a lot of this stuff. Uh, a lot of the curriculum is just set up in a way where you like can't fail when you're teaching because it outlines everything. There's so many groups and, of support and encouragement and homeschooling coaches. I mean, there's a bajillion things out there that can help your kids succeed. A lot of online programs, if there's certain subjects like you just don't want to do, you can do like one we did that was great. It was called Mia Academy. And it's essentially almost like an online network for kids. And so essentially she's like had her own account on there. I would give her um, certain assignments within the subjects I chose uh, for her to learn on the academy. So they have all types. And we did specifically like math, language, art, science, I think social studies on there. And, you know, I would choose, you know, what lessons. Um, so and she had to accomplish them for the day before she went on to kind of play in this online world. And you can set the um, parental controls to where they can't communicate with anyone else or you can allow them to communicate and they communicate by creating like videos um, that they can like teach the other kids how to do something or show them something or do an exciting experiment, that kind of thing. And it's heavily moderated because first the parents have to watch it and accept it. And then a moderator has to watch it and accept it. And same thing, comments are heavily moderated as well. And then there's also this other side where she was able to um, create her own stuff to sell in her own online store. Um, she was able to play games and then be able to get points that went towards rewards. So it was just a really cool experience there. So there's programs like that, too. If there's like certain subjects that are like, I'm just not feeling this, then you can um, have them learn that way as well. Um, and so, you know, another thing I also wanted to point out is because we aren't really doing anything online like that. I mean, we're going to incorporate some YouTube videos to watch together, but um, we're, I'm not really setting her up on any online programs because I am kind of embarking in it. You know, like I've kind of gotten off social media. I'm really just using my phone for like a timer and like to track my workouts and stuff. <laughs> Music, podcasts, that's about it. And, um, and so I really am kind of entering this whole like digital minimalist type thing. And, um, and I told you before real quick that I was going to talk about social media with a friend of mine, Anna, who, um, has a website called unique moms and a podcast with that name. Um, and, and go over to her podcast cause she's actually, um, talking more about digital minimalism 
which I heard about a while back, but she actually has read the actual books I've heard about and dug into it and kind of created a, a really good um, podcast episode on it. So I'll, I'll link that too. Um, but with Ava's ADHD in, in particular, like I don't mind her like getting on, on Minecraft or watching TV or that type of thing, but we do try to, of course, limit that and just have a healthy balance. And I kind of just wanted to um, attempt school without incorporating too much of that. Um, and just because, too, like, you know, we're kind of getting back into the swing of things. And I kind of missed her and just want to be able to interact and stuff. So um, with all that said, let's go ahead and talk about um, what we're doing this year. I know. So excited. So first things first, um, I have on my lap right now, and I actually have my um, my earbuds in, so it's probably why it might sound just a little bit different, but that's so I can go through all of my fun books I got over here on my bed. Um, so I have this planner, and this is the same exact planner that I used, um, the last time we homeschooled in sixth grade. Um, um, it's the Mead, um, it's like a year-long planner, so it's the year 23-24, and it's like their large planner. It's like, It has a turquoise cover, and it's kind of like a large notebook. So it's not like a smaller one. It's like a large notebook that you can just open up, spread out. And it's a weekly and a monthly planner, so it has like the um, calendar for each month on it with some side notes. And then it has um, each day broken out, and it has a very like large, um, I guess, rectangle for each day uh, with lines that you can write in and just a lot of real estate to be able to break down everything we're doing for the day. And I really love this one. This is the second time I've purchased it. There are all kinds of fancy homeschool planners out there online. You can just get so overwhelmed with that. And for a lot of um, families, that makes sense, especially if you have several different kids, because some of these planners are specific to large families. Um, I just have the one child, so it's very easy for me to pick whatever I want and I just go pretty basic and it was at Walmart and I'm always shopping at Walmart so <laughs> that worked out um so I love this one and I have this all broken out and so I have um my days set up so this is a Monday through Friday schedule I have my day set up where we have a portion in the morning that we do school and then the portion in the afternoon is where she does school on her own so now that she's in eighth grade there are some things that i am going to assign her to do um on her own and i just think that's important you know to keep uh track of your task of um, your schedule of the work that needs to be accomplished like she needs to know those things on her own and that was just something that she got used to this year anyway um being at a charter school it was you know very um you know, it was on, pretty much on her shoulders. Like I hardly ever checked anything that she did because for me, it was like a break. She just really got that opportunity to just be in charge of her school day. Um, so for us, you know, let's start out with Monday. So, um, so in the morning, there's a couple subjects I'm teaching, but at the very beginning of our day, we do something kind of called morning time. And you'll hear this in the homeschool community, either morning time or morning basket. I don't know if um, some of you, I mean, if you've homeschooled, you're probably familiar with Pam Barnhill, who came up with this whole morning basket idea. But for those of you who don't homeschool, it's pretty much where you have a basket and you throw in just some books, maybe some music you're going to listen to, um, maybe some poetry you're going to read, maybe you guys are going to sketch, whatever. You just put it in this basket and then 
then that's what you do together as a family to start off your homeschool day. And it's typically more for like um, large, larger families. It's kind of where like you guys kind of do your together work, kind of softly start out the day. And then, you know, the students will kind of go off and do their own work depending on how much, how old they are. Um, for us, you know, it's just the, t- the time for us to spend one-on-one and to just um, gently enter into what we're going to be doing for the day. Um, and so I have it set up right now where we start with prayer, you know, we'll pray together that, you know, God will guide us during the day and we'll learn what we need to, you know, that kind of thing. And then we do CNN 10, which um, if you're not familiar with CNN 10, it's just like, um, it's like it's seen in for kids, school age kids, right? Um, we've done CNN 10 for a long time when we were homeschooling, and then she actually uh, continued to do it when she went to her charter school. They did it too, so she loved that. And it's just like a um, shorter news show um, that really hits on things that are going on in the world, but they explain it in just a very um, just straightforward and honest way. I mean, I seriously wish we could all just watch CNN 10 and all the other news would go away. Um, so I'm like, you really don't need anything else but CNN 10. So um, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm excited to do that. I think last time we watched these episodes, I think they're like 10 minutes each, something. Yeah, I think that's CNN 10, what 10 is. So I think it's just like 10 minutes of news, which is really all you need, right? Um, and so you, you watch, you know, we'll watch an episode of that and then we'll um, do our read aloud. So um, for our read alouds, I'm going to switch it up each day. So we're going to be reading Girl Perfect, which is um, a memoir basically um, by this woman who was model and actress in LA and it's basically her testimony of you know living that kind of lifestyle where a lot of just horrible things happened to her and then how she was able to move out of that with the grace of God and I think you know and I this book gets a lot of good reviews and I think it's important to kind of show Ava Jesus through people's stories, you know, like I want to be able to like walk alongside people and to kind of see how God has given them grace instead of, you know, reading anything that's preachy or just out there. Like, I I like the idea of that. And um, I think it's important too, because like, you know, being a young girl, you want to be an actress, you want to be a model, you want to do all these things and you don't really know the reality of them. And not that either of those things are bad. I think if Ava ever wants to do that, I'll love her support through it. But you know, I also want her to have discernment and understand sometimes the negative side of things that she's just not aware of. And so I think this is going to be a really good book. And on the days that we don't read a chapter of this, we're going to do um, uh, one of the little house books. So our next little house book is on the bank of Plum, on the banks of Plum Creek. Um, so, so, you know, Mondays we'll do Girl Perfect and then we'll switch it out, you know, to this, you know, back and forth, that kind of thing. Um, and then we'll read one poem. I have a book of poetry that I actually found when I was cleaning out my attic. Um, <laughs> and I was cleaning out all of my books from college. And this is called the Hudson Book of Poetry. Or this might have been from high school. I don't remember. But um, it's the Hudson Book of Poetry. And um, it just has so many awesome poems by some just, you know, big name poets. You know, Elliot, Yates, uh, Frost, Robert Frost is in here, E. Cummings. You know, so just some of these, like, really major names, and we could just read a poem and just, you know, just chew on it, because I think that's cool to do. And then I found um, a YouTube playlist with all of these videos, they're about 10 minutes each, that introduce you to a new composer, talks about the composer's life and their music. And so we're going to do one composer a week. 
um, and we'll start off with Bach. Um, and we're going to learn about Bach in that video and then just listen to some of his music. And then each day after that for the week, we'll just listen to his music because we've kind of already did the video of his life. And we'll just be able to, like, listen to music while we're doing our work. Uh, so that'll be in the background. Um, so after our morning time, then we're going to get into our subjects. So on Monday, we are going to focus on language arts, math, history, and Bible. And for language arts, I bought um, Spectrum's, like, eighth grade language arts book. Um, so here's the thing. Like, I language arts is my deal. Like, I love the, the writing aspect and the reading aspect. So we got that covered, and I'm kind of doing my own thing for that. Um, but I want her to still just stay in touch with grammar and the mechanics of grammar um I, you know at this point i don't think grammar is taught especially in eighth grade like it necessarily is you know kindergarten through fifth sixth whatever um but I, for her i definitely want to you know touch on it about twice a week and so that's where this book comes in you know it gives a short lesson and then she can do the worksheet so i'll be using this book to um do our lesson so the first lesson in it is common and proper nouns so we'll just review that and then we'll watch a video on it you know something short you know seven minutes something like that that kind of explains then what we just learned um and then we'll move into math and for math i bought um learn math fast system volume one and so there's several volumes in this i think it's like seven or eight volumes and this one um starts with the basics so what you're supposed to do is you go through this book and then you go through the next and it doesn't take you long to get through these workbooks um so this is just going to start with um the basics again of learning addition and subtraction and getting that down really well then we're moving on to multiplication division getting that down really well and then we're going to be moving into um you know things like measurements u.s measurements and then from there we'll go on to our next book and so you know it won't be long until we catch up to where she is you know because i mean i think she was what for algebra um in seventh grade um but i want to go back and just make sure she's getting these basics down because i think it's very easy to go to school and to just study for the test and do well. And for Ava, she was able to get her math up to a B, but it was like always around like an 80, sometimes dipped into a 79 type thing. Whereas her other subject she was great in, but like that was really hard for her. So I think it would be good anyway to just kind of catch up on this. And I love what I'm seeing in this system because it's pretty straightforward. Like for the first lesson, we're just learning addition and subtraction and chapter uh, for chapter one and you get five pennies. That's it. And you're showing how, as you move the pennies, what equals to five to one plus four, two plus three, that kind of thing. And then same thing with subtraction. And so you just very easy. Right. And then it gives you a game whenever you do the lesson. Um, so for this one, this game, the teacher will say, I will give you a number and you tell me how much I need to make five. So I give her two. And she tells me three. I give her a one. She gives me four. And we can play that game kind of throughout the day. Right. Um, we do the same thing with a subtraction and then I will assign her a worksheet to do um, in the evening and then the next day we'll go over that worksheet. If I feel like she's done well with that worksheet, I'll have her take um, the test um, and if she can complete the test, which is just, you know, simple addition subtraction test based on what she learned within 30 seconds, then we can move on to the next lesson. And that's kind of how each lesson goes for these books. So it's going to be pretty speedy moving through it. Again, it's very, like, starts out very elementary, very basic. Um, but I just want these things to be boom, boom, boom. So then by the time she gets into the harder maths, like, all this stuff is just second nature. And so it's just going to be a great way to review. And I've heard so many good things by some of, the, like, the bigger homeschool moms on this. Um, so if your kid is struggling in math, even, you know, if they go to traditional school, 
definitely, definitely recommend trying that system out and seeing if you like it. Okay, water. Okay, next. <laughs> so after that, I'll teach her the lesson on math. Um, and then we'll do um, history. I'm using the Big Fat Notebook, um, Everything You Need to Ace U.S. History, as our spine. So basically, you know, it gives me a really great breakdown of the different um, time periods we're going to be learning. So we'll start with prehistory to early 1600s, then we'll move on to colonial America, then the American Revolution, early republic, then American expansion, then the Civil War and Reconstruction, then reshaping the nation, which is 1850 to 1917, the modern America, and the Great War, that's 1900s, 1930s, then World War II, 1930s, 1945, and then post-World War II era, 1945 to 1990. And then uh, it says American history and current, current-ish events. So it goes over the 90s, the aughts, and then 2020 um, type time. So pretty cool, you know, um, book just to give us a spine. I kind of want to hit a time period a month um, so that we can just kind of rest in it a bit because we're going to be not only kind of reading through these lessons but then i'm going to couple it with uh, an assignment where she has to read either a biography or a um or a historical fiction book that kind of teams up with the time period um and again so once i teach that lesson we'll do a video that kind of corresponds with it uh, and then for the Bible, she chose for her first week, she wants to do the book of Ruth, which has four lessons. So that works out for the week. We're going to start, you know, with chapter one. And then I found some discussion questions. Um, I'm going to link to the discussion questions I found for Ruth. But then I also found this really great site where it has all these free downloadable questions for each chapter of different books of the Bible, which is perfect. You know, just a couple of questions after you read to just be able to think about it. So I want this to be more discussion based. Um, and then, so that's kind of like what I'll do with her in our kind of morning afternoon time. And then in the later afternoon, she'll have to do for that day a language arts worksheet. So we did the lesson. So now she has to complete the worksheet. Um, she For language arts, she's also going to be reading the book Tight. And I'm going to be reading it too. So there's several books I have on a list that I want to get to just for reading, right? But as part of language arts. Um, we're going to start with tight. And my idea is that like, we'll both read the book at the same time. And then certain days we're reading. And then some days we're going to discuss it during language arts. Um, so she'll read for the first day, um, her chapter one. And then I bought this not consumed digital, um, digital PDF. Um, that is essentially a reading log. Um, I have one for both fiction and nonfiction. So for fiction, um, it has, it breaks up day one, day two, day three, and it essentially has you do different things based on what you're reading. Um, and it's written from the perspective of biblical worldview. So a lot of times it'll ask questions like, you know, do you find that the characters in your book, you know, um, have a biblical wor worldview? What kind of worldview do they have? What are they like? You know, so it kind of gets her thinking about those things and having discernment when she reads. Because again, I am not one to say you can't read this, you can't do this, but I think it's very important to start um exercising in your brain and in your mind and your heart like 
what feels good for me and what seems very wrong and what kind of goes against God's word and what should I not be doing? You know, like, and, and, and I need Ava to do that on her own, like, cause I'm not here forever and she'll need to have that internal moral compass. And so it's just a good way to get them thinking about those things. Cause I think it's easy to just start listening to music or start reading books, start reading, watching movies and not realizing the hold that they can have on you if you're not a discerning person. And so I want her to know that wisdom on her own. And so the, these, um, and these PDFs are pretty cool. So um, I'm essentially going to have her do one for her uh, language arts book. So basically what we're doing for reading together, book discussion, essentially. Uh, one for her um, history, fiction, nonfiction book she'll be reading along with that class. Um, and then same with her science books. I'm going to have her do, um, you know, some nonfiction books and biographies for her science class. And so I'll just be printing off these papers, depending on if she's reading a fiction book or a nonfiction book. And she'll do, you know, her reading plus fill them out. And then I'll just hole punch them and be able to put them in a big binder and be able to separate them by class and then separate them by individual books she read. So that way she'll have like a, an the, at the end of the year, you know, just something, um, a, a huge entire book log of every book that she's read, you know, and she can just keep that, um, which is kind of cool. So then, um, let's see. Yeah. And then she'll, she'll have, in addition to that, she'll have a math worksheet, right. That goes with the lesson we did. Um, we've done history that day. So she will be reading a chapter of who was Christopher Columbus and then log that in day one in her nonfiction, um, you know, PDF sheet and, you know, the who was books are really great. So again, I'll link those. Um, they're um, just series of books. They're typically like fourth to seventh grade, but I'm going to still have to read them because they're pretty, pretty informative um, and just really good way to get, you know, information in your brain and, and pretty straightforward. And that's kind of what I look for with Ava is like smaller chunks of things and things that, you know, are, are not necessarily dolled up, but like give her the facts that she can hold on to and remember. Um, and those books are really great for that. And then she's going to do just a Duolingo lesson this year. We're doing Spanish. And so she will do just a lesson every day of Duolingo plus twice a week. We're going to do, um, a lesson together and I'll get into that as I go on to my next day here. Um, so the next day is Tuesday. We're going to be doing a homeschool group. They have certain classes there that she'll do. There's three of them in particular. Uh, one of them kind of lines up with what we're going to do for science, which is physics. So that's going to be kind of cool. And then, uh, so we're there like nine to 12. So then when she comes back, she'll just do more of a truncated school day. Uh, I'm, in addition, you know, to her language arts program, um, she's also going to be doing writing, right? And so this is where we're just going to do things on our own because that's my wheelhouse. I love writing. So this year I'm having her write a novel. Um, she had an idea for that. She's been wanting to write a novel. So uh, I'm going to teach her how to just write, you know, 500 words whenever I sign them. Uh, I do 500 words every day, but since we're doing other stuff, I'm not going to put that on her as well. But for, you know, this kind of day, since it's a, a shorter day, she's going to write her 500 words. Um, then she's going to read chapter two of her book tight, log that, and then do Duolingo. So Tuesday is kind of a lighter day for her. And then on Wednesdays, we kind of change things up. We still do our language arts, but instead of doing um, the spectrum uh, lesson uh, or learning grammar, we're going to do a book discussion. So she's already read two chapters of her book tight. I'm reading along with her. Then we're going to just sit and talk about the book. And I've, um, and look, I've looked up like 
you know, a book discussion questions for each individual book we read. Um, so it's just easy to do. So after our morning time, we'll have our book discussion. And then uh, I'll check her worksheet from her math the day before. I'll have her do the time test and then move on to that next lesson. And then again, Bible, we're doing Book of Ruth. But this time for this day, we're also doing uh, science and Spanish instead of history. So for science, um, we're doing the Bachelor Science books and we're doing their physics book in particular. And that's going to be like our main curriculum. Um, so for this Tuesday, we're just going to do the intro of the book and then learn about E equals MC squared and do a video on E, M e equals MC squared. Um, and then for Spanish, um, which we'll do twice a week, we're gonna, going to watch a Destinos video. And I think I talked about this in the last um, podcast episode, but Destinos is a um, kind of like a video curriculum that is an actual like 30 minute uh, Spanish soap opera, <laughs> like telenovela, and they have like, I don't know, like 50 some videos or whatever, and it's this one telenovela, but they developed it in a way where you can easily, easily learn Spanish as you watch it, and so she's coupling that with her Duolingo for Spanish, and so we'll watch that together and, you know, kind of talk through her, you know, talk to her through it. I, I took like AP Spanish and college Spanish, and I, you know, and, and I have people, you know, my family have spoke Spanish like fluently, and so I think, you know, I, I still remember quite a bit of it, so I think it's going to be good for both of us. Um, and then so today, since, um, you know, it was another day that she'll write 500 words since we didn't do a language arts lesson. We just did a book discussion. Um, she'll move on with, with uh, chapter three of her tight book. So we'll be reading chapter three. Um, then she'll do a math worksheet, uh, Duolingo, and then um, for science, so instead of doing who was Christopher Columbus, since we're not doing history, now we're doing science, she'll be reading her first chapter of who was uh, Albert Einstein, and then log day one of that. Um, and so this is a great way to just be able to get um, a lot of books in, <laughs> you know, like we're, we're doing read alouds, we're doing a book together, and then she has two books she's reading on her own, and then as she completes each book, we'll be adding more books. So I, as you can tell, I'm a reader, and I just think it's so important, and it's crazy like how much reading, especially like fiction and historical fiction, can help you like open your mind, open your heart, but also like put you in that situation and really understand it from a person's perspective that might have actually lived it. And um, so I'm really big on that. Uh, let's see. Then we got Thursday again. We have our morning time going back to doing our language arts with our spectrum notebook or workbook. Um, next is collective and abstract nouns. We'll do a video on that. Then again, on with math, check her worksheet, do a time test and on to lesson three. Continuing on with the Book of Ruth, we're going to read Chapter 3 and discuss it with our discussion questions and then back to history. Moving on with that chapter in our Big Fat Notebook and then doing a video. Um, and then, again, just like I said before, you know, she'll have a language arts worksheet, Chapter 4 of her book, Tight, and then Log It. And then uh, she'll have a math worksheet again, Duolingo, and then continue on with Christopher Columbus' book since now we're back to history. And then on Friday, you know, more of the same, except we're back to science and Spanish again. Uh, and then she's going to be doing her afternoon work as well. And so this is kind of what I've set up. 
Um, and again, what's great about homeschooling is you just kind of, you know, feel it out. <laughs> like, as you go and you ask yourself, is this working? Is this not? Do I need to change things up? Do I need to try something different? Um, and, and it's really great, especially if, like, you're curious about homeschooling. If you're wondering if you have to do, like, five million things for it, uh, if it has to be expensive. And, and I'm, like, first person to tell you, like, I will refuse to, to spend tons of money on this. Because the very first year we did, I bought a full-on cr- private Christian curriculum that they taught at, at an actual private Christian school. I think it's like in Illinois, but they allow homeschoolers to buy the curriculum. I bought it when she was in third grade. It was so intensive and it was so stressful. And I just forced her to write like all these papers. Like seriously, she was writing like three page papers about Beatles when she was in the third grade. And just try to imagine like forcing an ADHD kid to do that. Like it did not line up with how she learned. It didn't line up with how I like to teach. And we were both miserable, and I thought, well, this is homeschooling, you know, but I learned and listened to a lot of podcasts and read books and realized, oh, no, wait, I can actually just do what makes sense in order for her to absorb information. <laughs> so, like, so it's been a lot better. So, um, so really, you don't need a lot to homeschool. Like, I suggest, you know, a good planner. I suggest... Um, looking at thriftbooks.com, um, looking at deals at Amazon, looking at your local library and something for your kid to write in. And that's essentially it. Like you can then also go online and find the breakdown of like what your state requires your student or your students to learn, you know, public school students. And that might help you just kind of have a guide of different subjects you might want to talk about and cover. And, and so it really doesn't have to be like super, super duper crazy. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention too, for Ava, whenever she does her work in the afternoon, um, since we aren't doing a lot of online stuff, like I've done Google Classrooms in the past for her, where I've set up classrooms and um, she goes into her folder on her Chromebook and then she, you know, goes in and, and, and accesses that and does all the work. I've created, you know, quizzes and tests on there and discussion questions and all kinds of things. Um, but I'm doing things a little bit more different, a little bit more laid back and and what's great is I've had all these years to kind of assess and this past year to really think and process all of this. So it's actually helped. Um, and I know what works for us and what doesn't. I know what we like to do and what we don't like to do. I know what we need to do and what we don't need to do. And that's kind of been helpful. And so, you know, I've kind of decided that instead of doing like the whole Google Classroom thing, which it can be very helpful, especially if you have older kids and especially if you've had like quite a few of them, that might be a really great way to set them up for success. But since we're, you know, doing more paper and pencil type stuff, um, I got this um, task planner for her. So I got my own planner, the Mead planner, but I got this pen and gear task planner, which I'll also link in the notes for her to do. And it's amazing. Um, it's essentially just a paper planner. And she has a spot here where she can put this planner belongs to and she puts her name. And then it has all these pages that are all like, they're all blank. And at the top, it has like a place for the date. And where you can circle the day of the week so you can write in the date. So this is what's great. is like you can just grab one of these and use whenever because the date is blank. So she writes in the date or I'll write in the date and I'll and she can circle the day, whatever. But I'll list the tasks that I need her to do for her work. And she's able to go and check the little check boxes next to it. And for Ava, this is huge because, you know, 
she she's very visual with that. She really likes guidance. She really likes to know what she's supposed to be doing before she's supposed to be doing it. And she likes lists, especially checking things off. And then on the next page, it has a place for notes. So she's able to kind of write out some notes that she wants. Um, has a little box that says I'm grateful for, has important items, has to do tomorrow space. And then it has like, it has all the cups of water you're supposed to drink in one day, kind of like cartoon cups of water at the bottom. But it's really cute. And it has like a little graph area too and stuff. So, and it's like that. And then it's like that over throughout the book, you know, both of those types of pages throughout the book and they're all blank and you just kind of use them for what you need to use them for. And so I'm excited about this. We've actually already cracked hers open and I've been using it for the summer as far as little things for her to do and what she needs to do for the day. Because again, just because it's summer, you know, when you have an ADHD child, you, you know, structure is really, really important for them. And so, I try to structure out her day a bit and it's more relaxed of course than when we school, but, um, but I do try to structure it out a bit so she knows what to look forward to and what to accomplish and that kind of stuff. Um, so let's see if I covered everything. Oh, um, yeah, I think last thing that I just didn't talk about, um, was where we homeschool. So there's people that have like actual homeschool rooms. You don't need that. I mean, you can, if you want, and it's a good place you know, to store stuff. So it's good to know where you store stuff. Basically I store all our homeschool stuff in my office. My office is our dining room. And so I have kind of like an open type office and then I have, um, bookshelves in there and I've kind of cleared out a couple of shelves that are just like homeschool related. And, um, and that's where our stuff is. And that's kind of the brain <laughs> this operation where my computer is. Um, you know, I essentially just use, again, I a written, uh, schedule, but I, of course, use my computer to look up, you know, different videos. Um, oh, when I do our YouTube videos, so what you'll find is a lot of the YouTube schooling videos that you find online that are just um, directed, you know, towards kids or created for kids. Um, they won't allow you to save those playlists or those videos. Like, it's like the actual save button is shaded out or faded out, and it's like, you can't do that because it's it's a video for kids so it's hard because you can't save it right so what i do is on my bookmarks bar in google uh, chrome i just created a file that says eighth grade and within that eighth grade file i created um different folders for the different subjects and then within those folders that, that's where i save our videos so if i know for this week we're studying this 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 in science then i'm going to go and find those science youtube videos and put those in the folder so i know for the week i'm all ready to go and all i have to do is on my ipad bring up the videos and then we watch them together um that's kind of essentially how we do that um, so that's been really helpful, but, um, as far as, you know, where we homeschool, typically it's in the kitchen at the dining room table or, um, in the living room, or sometimes we'll sit on my bed, depending, um, you know, if we want to get even comfier or we'll sit out on the trampoline while we're reading. Like, so it's, it's really as we go everywhere. And I actually do have an actual basket. So I was telling you about morning time, morning basket. I actually have a, an actual basket, which is nice. It's like a metal basket. It's real cute. And like, you do, and that's where I'll put like our planners and, and the stuff we're doing for the day and, you know, any things I've printed out, you know, that kind of stuff will all be there. Um, and, and that just makes it easy to take around to all the different places we want to sit. So, um, so yeah, it's been cool. Um, and then last but not least, you know, you know, if, if the day, you know, when you homeschool, you don't have to homeschool for eight hours straight, right? Cause you know, like the majority of a, a kid's school day at school isn't sitting and learning. It's, 
using the restroom and going to lunch and having to go to the office and then waiting for the other kids to be quiet and then switching classes and then the teacher left the room. And then so like adds up to where they're learning pretty much the same amount, you know, and we might be learning a lot more, um, you know, during school day. Um, so if there are times where like we've accomplished our work for the day, there's some additional things that, um, you know, she can definitely do or learn about. And I just have a list of some things. So I just wanted to learn photography. So I have an old school like professional camera that I'm just letting her just take and play with and so we could go to different places she could take you know photography nature just whatever she wants and I could show her some different um you know editors so that she can get in there and start trying to learn to edit um she wants to act um and this is what's cool is that the homeschool group that we are doing does a play and they're doing a play for the fall and so she's going to be um auditioning for that here um next few weeks or so and she's been learning the lines and um getting ready for that so I think that will be pretty cool for her to do so there's acting um gardening is something that I really want to do she's actually grows tomatoes and and lettuce so I want her to learn more things so that I can eventually start a garden um and then crocheting is something that I've taught myself to do I watched like couple of YouTube videos and then I've just been like practicing on the same yarn for like years now and then like redoing it when it looks bad and so but I've gotten it down now pretty well so um I thought that's something I might be able to teach her um we like watching travel videos we watch Miss Mina O oh, who's so awesome she travels the world with her mother <laughs> so Oh, that's fun. And so they go to different countries, different places in the U.S. And they, and a lot of their their videos are on, um, like you know, the hotels they stay in, the food they eat. But it's a lot about the culture, um, and the local vibe. And it's pretty neat, a good way to learn about different countries and different um ways of living, which is pretty cool. Uh, she started her blog back up. She had a blog a couple years ago and was really into it when she was homeschooling and then just kind of left it. Um, but she started that back up, which is an extra great way to learn, you know, WordPress blogging platform to do some more writing, which is great. Um, and then, she, you know, cooking is another thing we do together. Um, and then we also, I want also want to do a CPR class for this year that will, you know, fit in. And then what's nice is that we're homeschooling is we'll be able to do it during the week instead of on a weekend. So that's cool too. So, yeah, I mean, again, I think you can kind of see that, you know, as, as much, you know, the, two things like one with homeschooling, people think like you're, you're not really getting an education, which you can see is a lie. And then two, um, sometimes people like worry about socialization, but you know, she has homeschool group, she has church group, she has neighborhood friends, she has the friends that she just made last year from school. So, but trust me, if you met my child, that would be the least of your worry, worries is her being social. And then, you know, anyway, with homeschool kids, it's like you're out and about anyway, you know, like a lot of the time. So they learn how to interact with younger people, with older people. Like there's no like, sitting in a classroom with the same people that are your exact age. And again, when you think about it, like that will never happen again. Like you will never be with the same people the exact same age as you. And then also it's like you're in an environment where you get in trouble for socializing. So as much as we're like, oh, you need to go to school, socialize. Then the first thing your teacher says is you're not here to socialize. <laughs> and then you go to detention if you do. So it's like, I, I don't know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's great things about traditional school. I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just saying, like, I think sometimes when people are like either one way or the other, they find like only the negative in, in either one. And I'm like, no, there's great things about both guys. Like, let's just all calm down. <laughs> calm, calm down and grab a soda. 
<laughs> but no. Uh, anyway, I hope this was ho- helpful. Um, I, gosh, it's 46 minutes. It's the longest one I've ever done. Um, I'm going to pray for us and then we'll hold up. So, Lord, I just um, pray over this episode and for anyone whose heart's feeling like they have this desire, you're putting this desire there for them to homeschool or to uh, further help educate their child, whatever school they go to. Um, I just pray that this has been helpful and that um, they feel encouraged and inspired and that they know that with you they can truly do anything and that you will equip them, um, you will take away their fears, you will give them what they need in order to assist with the child that you've given them more because you have taken one of your precious, you know, sons, daughters, and given them in the care to, you know, a mom out there who who doesn't know what to do next and just wants to take care of their kids and love their kids thoroughly, Lord. So we just pray that hopefully this episode's been a great guide for that and that you have spoken to their hearts through this through this episode. Um, thank you for the opportunity to build relationships with our children and to teach them and to love them and to have fun learning and to focus on the learning, not just on forced academics, um, but um, to just spark an interest of of wanting to learn for the rest of their lives, Lord. Um, we're just thankful for the opportunity to do this and trust that you will continue to walk alongside us as we teach our children. Uh, we love you, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. So thank you guys so much for uh, joining me today. If you go to... Um, so before I usually say, if you go to ericaclay.com, which you can still go to ericaclay.com, it's going to lead you to the same place. But I originally bought the domain or recently bought the domain mywritersdiary.com because that's the name of my, my podcast. It's also really the name of my blog because it's just a diary of all the things I write. And so, <laughs> so yeah, so now you can go to mywritersdiary.com, put your name there when you subscribe. There's a subscribe box at the homepage. You can get a free book. I'll send it to you. And you can also um, receive my weekly newsletter in your inbox. And that newsletter has links to everything I've written for the week and also has links to my weekly podcast. So you would get this episode right in your inbox if you like to do it that way. Um, so. I just appreciate you guys coming by. Like I said, I'll link to everything. So this is going to be a huge link list in the show notes, but I think it will be very helpful to you and um, just yeah, help set you up for success. Um, if some of these things sound interesting to you, but there's a ton of homeschool podcasts and websites and all kinds of things. Um, just uh, my, my biggest um, piece of advice for you is to realize that your home is your home. Your kids are your kids. You are you. And don't try to be like anyone else because I've gone down that road and it was a mess. Just focus on what you like to do, how you like to teach, how your child learns, what they want to learn, um, what kind of resources speak to you. If you like to do books, just do books. If you like videos, let's do videos. Let's mix it all up if we want. Maybe we play a game here and there. Like just know that there isn't um, there isn't this expectation. Um, there's just learning and loving your kids. And so, yeah, I hope that's been helpful. But anyway, guys, this has been awesome. Thankful that you've joined me, and I will catch y'all next time. So, talk soon. Bye.